You're listening to episode 125 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Uh, Right off the bat, I'm going to apologize for my morning voice. (laughs) I don't always sound like this and it's pretty early in the morning that I'm starting to record a bunch of these and I have been trying to get rid of it and it's not happening. So we're just going to roll with it. So I don't always sound quite this groggy. I'm wide awake. I don't feel groggy. But <laughs> Anyway, on to today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about how to repurpose that shit and <laughs> to stop being such a content creation machine. So for anyone who is an entrepreneur, especially in the online space, there's often so much involved with coming up with content. And when you get stuck on that hamster wheel of feeling like you have to create new content all the time for all the different platforms, for all the different things that you need to to write for and, and everything, I don't think that that anyone who doesn't have that type of business fully comprehends just how much work that can be. And it can easily end up leading you to burnout. Like it's exhausting. I have 100% been there. Like, but the problem is that besides the fact that it's just so exhausting, when you're constantly sharing new content every single day, your amazing work is probably falling through the cracks. People likely aren't even seeing it. Not enough people anyway. And one and done is not a smart business strategy, and you're going to end up just completely burned out if you try and stay on that hamster wheel. Here's the other thing that that we need to remember. Less than 10% of your followers are even seeing your Instagram posts, and it's often even lower than that. I mean, we know that it's often even lower than that. There's so many different factors to consider as well. Um, You know, everything from engagement and stuff like that that will determine if Instagram bumps it up. Talked about that a little bit more in the last business episode from last week um, about social media 101. But it's a problem because we, we just feel this pressure, and I have absolutely felt this pressure before, to just create so much content. And you start feeling like you don't have anything good to say anymore. The uh, quality tends to go down because at that point, you're just trying to pump it out as much as you can. But the thing is, is that you, you are perfectly capable of creating incredible content, but we need to do a better job at then getting that content out in front of more eyes and getting people to really understand the message. Because the other thing is too, here's the other thing about repurposing content. A lot of times we need to hear, we as humans, I mean, need to hear the same thing 50 times before we understand it. Sometimes it's going to feel like you are just beating people over the head with whatever message you're trying to get out there and accomplish. And you are so used to talking about it and understanding it and and having that opinion, whatever that opinion is, that you're like, oh my God, like I'm sick of myself. I'm so tired of talking about this. How can people not understand what I'm trying to say yet? 
But the thing is, is that first of all, we're always bringing in new people. At least we should be, you know, either new, uh, new followers or people that are, are new to your business, new clients, whatever that looks like. We're always bringing in new people. And those new people aren't going to understand your message yet, not in your unique voice anyway. So we have to keep that in mind. The other thing is too, is that there are people that could be following you for years. And I've had this, this experience where I've been following people for years and I, I really like their message. I really like their stuff. And then it's like one day they said the same thing that they've been saying for years in a particular way that I was like, oh my God, it's like that light bulb moment where I thought I got it before but I didn't fully understand it until that one moment in time. And I guarantee you that I'd heard them talk about that one thing at least 50 other times prior to that. But it was that one moment in time where I was like, I get it. I finally understand this concept even better than I thought I did before. And we've all had those light bulb moments. But the thing is, is that it's consistency and it's receiving the same message in slightly different ways. And that's how we're going to talk about a little bit today about how to sort of repurpose your content so that you aren't burning yourself out, but you're still getting your incredible message out there in lots of different ways. The other thing to consider here too, is that people absorb content in different ways. We absorb messages in different ways. Sometimes people are visual learners. So maybe they'll learn better from some sort of infographic, um, some, or, or at least reading it as well. Like if, even if, you know, it's like a written post or something like that, maybe that's how people learn and, and comprehend the best, better than anything else. We might have auditory learners who might prefer video or podcasting. There's all kinds of different ways that, that we learn. And if we just take one piece of content and we only do it one way, one time, one and done, you know, you write that, that one blog post and then you set it and forget it and you never do anything else with it people are missing out. You're, you're doing people a disservice because they're not, they're not able to likely even find your message. Um, they might not learn the best from a blog post. They, th there's all kinds of different factors at play here. So it really, in a lot of ways, it's actually our job to repurpose content if we want people to truly understand our message. So I'm going to give you some examples here and when, when I went to, uh, I, I, had, I, again, it was kind of one of those light bulb moments. I had heard this before about repurposing content and I did try to repurpose content to some degree, but it wasn't until I went to a conference uh, a few months ago that it was just explained to me in a way where it was that, it was that lightning bolt moment. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's so many different things that I can do with a single piece of content. Why have I been trying to break my back to get this you know, get new stuff out every single day. Like it's just, it's too much. So for example, I'm going to give you some examples here about how to repurpose content. For example, let's say you write a super solid blog post, super solid. And it's, it's, you know, half decent length. Uh, you really thoroughly explain your, your points. You lay it out in a really beautiful way. I have a pro tip for you here. You can use something like StoryBrand. Uh, if you haven't yet heard of StoryBrand, I highly recommend it. It's by uh, Donald Miller. Um, it is a book. It's also an actual like branding company. Um, he has events, it, but he also has, StoryBrand itself has this tool on their website that you can use and it's free and it helps you lay out your blog posts 
or kind of, you know, some of your content in general, if it's not a blog that we're talking about, it can still really help you. And figure out the best ways to get your point across in a way that will capture attention. So you can check out the story brand tool. It's really, really handy. Um, it's something that I, I, I started just kind of like taking a look at more closely in the last few months and, and it's really, really helpful. So that's a pro tip and on helping you write a super solid blog post or, you know, one, one piece of like really incredible topic where you really get into like the meat and potatoes of what you're trying to talk about. Okay. So you've got that super solid blog post. Then do a podcast about it or vice versa. You can do an entire podcast and then do a big blog post to go with it. Something more significant than just show notes. I will get into this in another episode that show notes can be show notes can work against us when it comes to SEO, which is search engine optimization. Um, it's not always ideal, but there are ways to do it where you can actually do it in a way that really benefits us. Again, that's like a story for, for a different episode, but doing a long blog post, like a longer blog post anyway, as opposed to like a super short and sweet, uh, show notes for a podcast episode can actually really help you in multiple different ways. So let's say you do a, a big podcast episode or you do, you know, a really solid blog post, one or the other, and then do the other one to go with it. Whatever the vice versa is of that, do the other thing to go with it. So then you've got both. So now you have a podcast about your super solid blog post, and then it was already laid out for you to record as well, which also makes things simple because we're trying to repurpose here, right? Or you do a podcast and you've come up with, you know, your notes and your main points and stuff, and then you end up pulling a lot of that to do a blog post. Again, we're repurposing. This is, this is the main goal is to repurpose. Then, and by the way, this doesn't mean that you have to do every single one of these, but I'm going to be giving you multiple suggestions. Okay. So blog post, podcast, then you can do an Instagram live or a Facebook live, or you can do an IG story about it. IGTV, uh, sorry, an IGTV story, because then the content lives on longer than 24 hours. So Instagram live, Facebook live, or IGTV. Then you can upload the Facebook Live to YouTube. You have the capabilities of, of uh, downloading the Facebook Live and then uploading it to YouTube. You can then embed that YouTube video into your main post or your podcast show notes. You can then do an Instagram and a Facebook post and post to LinkedIn as well. And what you can do with those posts, you don't have to rewrite all kinds of things. You can pull portions of your blog post or quotes from your podcast or whatever into your posts for social media. Okay. So again, we are not trying to rewrite everything here. You can, you know, maybe fill out some points or, um, add something that you think would be really helpful or whatever. But for the most part, you can pull some of this over from your original piece of content. And then let's say you have four to five main points in, in your main content. Okay. You can then break each main point into its own video or its own social media post for multiple days worth of content. You can do IG story clips about it. We all know how big IG stories are right now. Again, I talked about that in the last episode, the last business episode about social media one-on-one last week. Um, you can then make Pinterest templates to go with any and all of these things to send people back to the main piece of content. 
especially if it's going back to like your main platform, like your podcast or website, sometimes Pinterest posts take you to Instagram posts and stuff like that. And that's a well and good. That's great. But at some people we want, at some point we want to get people off of social media and get them onto our, our home turf basically, which would be your podcast or your website. You can then send portions of your main piece of content to your email list or choose main points from the post to discuss in detail with your subscribers. Or maybe you have a story as to why you're talking about this one thing in particular, and you can share that more personal story with your, with your email list and then go on to explain part of it as well. You can pull quotes from the original piece of content to be used in little individual like tweets on Twitter to stay within the character limit. Or you can pull quotes to use for, again, Pinterest pins as well. You can even, uh, you know, do something like opening up a poll about any controversial parts of what you're discussing on your IG stories and get those lines of communication and, and those lines of conversation flowing in your DMs from that too. People love quizzes. I love quizzes. It, like if, if somebody's doing quizzes and stuff on Instagram stories, I love that shit. You can just <laughs> click away. It's so much fun. You get to see how other people are voting. There are so many things that we can do here. Like those alone, I just gave you a ton of ideas that you can that you can pull from to repurpose one single piece of content. And then, and then, this is important, don't forget to circle back to it. Because again, you can do all of those things, but you could do all of those things in a, a week. I mean, even that sounds like almost exhausting <laughs> because I just listed so many things. But if we're pulling everything from the main piece of content, it's not nearly as much work as it sounds because we're repurposing, right? So we don't want to then just forget about it because again, you've put in all of this work, this effort, you know, you, you did this really incredible piece of main content. So what you want to do, you want to do things like repinning those pins to Pinterest in a month or two. And then you can set it. If you're using certain tools, um, in particular, you can obviously do this manually as well, but if you're using certain tools that I'll talk about in a minute, things like smarter queue and stuff like that, you can set that so that it will then continue to recycle those pins and repin those pins to your boards every, however much you set it. You can set it every couple months, whatever works for you. You can update the blog post or the show notes for your podcast if that's your main piece of content. If new information comes out or if you change your mind or opinion about something in it. Post to IG stories or Facebook to remind people. I often do this with um, podcast episodes is I will end up doing a bit of a roundup of podcast episodes sometimes and people regularly will reach out to me when I sort of feature some podcast episodes like, you know, things you might have missed regularly reach out to me in the DMs and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing this. I screenshotted all of them. I'm going to go listen to them right now. I must have missed them. People love that. And that's awesome because, you know, you put a lot of work into this content. You want people to hear it. You want people to read it, whatever it is. You want people to experience it, to experience it. And when we're just letting it slide, people are missing it and it's falling through the cracks. Something else that you can do as well, if something comes up that is timely and related to an old post or, or an old piece of content of yours, don't hesitate to reshare your original piece of content too. You can also reference old blog posts or podcasts or videos in future content if it's related as well. And people can start to go down a little bit of that rabbit hole on your website to start checking out some of your other things. Your content can end up being timeless. Podcasting in particular is amazing for this. I cannot tell you the number of people that start listening to my podcast 
50 or 100 episodes deep. Somebody just told me this the other day. They started on episode like 117 and they told me the other day they were going back to episode one (laughs) and they binge listen on the entire thing. This is even more common with podcasting than with blog posts, I find, but it's all in how you share and reference old content. There is absolutely, again, like that rabbit hole that people can start to go down reading old blog posts and stuff too, or watching old videos or whatever that is. One of the the many reasons I was actually hesitant to go up to three podcast episodes a week is that I often feel, I, I often still, even with all the repurposing that I try to do, I often still feel like I'm not necessarily doing justice to the two that I was already putting out per week. But I felt so strongly pulled to do more of like these business specific episodes and I I had for so many months. I'm going to start doing even more episode roundups, especially on IG stories, because that one seems to really hit home with people and referencing old episodes in new episodes as much as I can as well. Something else too, is that when someone asks you a particular question via email or in your DMs, you can also then redirect them to a piece of content in your body of work that answers that for them rather than spending a ton of time in your DMs answering individual questions on a one-off basis, because that's not serving you. That's not serving the person asking, because at some point you're probably going to start to get annoyed or you're rushing your answer. You're not explaining it as well as you possibly could. Think about this. You, if, if you're doing a good job with your content, you can't break down everything that you explain in an entire podcast episode or blog post in a single DM. You just can't. There's a character limit. <laughs> So if you're trying to do that, you aren't doing justice to what you're trying to explain. Something else that I uh, am starting to do as well is turning my Instagram posts and Facebook posts, but usually whatever I post to Instagram for the most part ends up being what I I post um, like in the main feed. I mean, usually most of those posts also end up getting posted to Facebook as well, but I'm turning those posts into blog posts. Because for anyone who follows me on Instagram, I tend to have long form uh, Instagram posts. So a lot of work goes into them. And they are like their own mini blog posts. They are their own little version of uh, something that I'm trying to explain or teach or uh, that it's something that I'm sharing. And frankly, I, I felt that I was doing them a disservice by not, I was doing those posts a disservice by not having them live on my own website. Because this is also important that then this content you're writing lives on your website as well as social media, that it lives on your home base as opposed to living on rented property that can be hacked or yanked out from you at any moment. And don't think that it couldn't happen to you because it could happen to anyone. There are way too many horror stories out there of uh, Instagram accounts getting hacked with, you know, tens of thousands of followers and stuff like that. Like, Don't make that mistake. You want to protect your content. And the other thing is too, is that I'm going to mention this again, SEO. So search engine optimization as your body of work on your specific website continues to grow your SEO and how you show up in search engines will also continue to improve. The thing is here to me, there are some people that would argue differently. I tend to lean towards quality over quantity when it comes to content, but to be consistent still. So it doesn't mean that you have to come out with like three Instagram posts a day. Like, no, I usually do, I would say on average, it's been changing lately, but I would say on average, I usually do like four, maybe five Instagram uh, feed posts a week, probably more like four. Um, But that's totally fine because I am relatively consistent about that. So that's really all you need. 
As long as you're consistent about it, then people know what to expect from you and they know that they can trust you. And they need to know that they can trust you to show up when you say when you say you're going to as well. Something else too, this is kind of like a little bonus tip. If you are spending all kinds of time putting together a live webinar for something, why not turn it into a badass lead magnet afterwards without the live pitch at the end and then potential bonuses for showing up live and, and all of that stuff. But if you edit that out and if you, you, you might have to potentially film a different ending, but that's still going to be a fantastic way to repurpose that kind of content. I don't know about you, but it takes me quite a bit of time to put together webinars and I'm usually so damn proud of them that I'm like sad that then if it's just going to get tucked away in my computer again and I, I don't get to teach again, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I put so much work into this. So you can turn that into an incredible lead magnet and look at the repurposing. You've already done it. You've already done the work. You've already put it all in. And now you get to bring people in with it into your business use it as an invitation. And then they get to learn at the same time. That is a win-win across the board. There's no question about that. Really, I just want you to stop making more work for yourself than you need to. Start thinking smarter and working smarter rather than harder because it's also going to save you from exhaustion and burnout. And it's going to help you get your message across in a much more succinct way. It's, it's going to help people actually learn from you much better than they probably currently are if they're missing most of your posts. If you're really hammering home your main points, that's amazing. That's exactly what you want. So something to help with the repurposing of content here. I know I mentioned a smarter queue earlier. If you want a smarter queue code, you can actually get 30 days free. I have a code that is going to be listed in the show notes. You can end up getting 30 days free with smarter queue. It's amazing. I really like it because it, it's the only platform I, I think that I know of. Uh, somebody might know of something different, but as far as I know, it's the only platform that you can use for all of the major social media platforms all in one. So you can use it for Facebook, Facebook groups, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. That is huge. That is huge. So I just love that it's all combined into one. Uh, and, and I really, really like SmarterQ a lot. Yes, this is a, a referral code. So I do get a kickback from this if you, uh, if you end up using it. But truly, I mean, <laughs> I rarely recommend things like this on the podcast, and I only recommend things that I have used personally myself and that I really love. So this is a fantastic one to check out. I really, really recommend it. So make sure to jump over to the show notes if you want uh, that 30 days free. So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that this is going to encourage you to start um, repurposing and to thinking outside the box a little bit more as opposed to just on the, stuck on that hamster wheel of content creation because you aren't serving anyone, especially yourself, or your customers when you're stuck on that hamster wheel. So start repurposing that shit. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Tag me in all of the things that you're repurposing because I can't wait to see them. I'm over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach. And if you know somebody who needs to listen to this episode, please make sure to send it over to them and we will be back on Tuesday. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. 
For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you. 